Hola, hello, guten tag, konnichiwa. What else? Do I know any other languages? I don't think so. Welcome back to I Just Woke Up. My name is Dorian, and I'm here today celebrating with you on this Tuesday morning. Some of you may be able to hear my birds in the background. Let's just give a moment for the birds. Can you hear them? That might be the only time some of y'all take a second to listen to the birds chirping today. So you're welcome for that. We're back here talking about, oh, there's a couple of things today, actually, I was going to um, going to talk about. Um, it's been a couple of weeks since the last episode. Um, I celebrated a birthday. Shout out to everybody that that sent me well wishes or chose to celebrate or sent gifts. Um, I had a a really wonderful time. I'm still receiving things, um, lots of love. So I appreciate all of that. Um, Been reflecting a little bit. And uh, this time last month, I was still kind of recovering from just like, my body being off. I was really fatigued and I had some skin stuff going on and I didn't really know what I was doing. And by the grace of God, a month later, I still don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Imagine that. Still don't. But I am in great spirits and I've um, actually had a really productive last couple of weeks. I've met with people that are like-minded, that are making changes. I have an appointment actually set up this week to go talk about getting back in the gym and working with the trainer. So that's exciting. That's something that I've wanted to do for a while. Um, so lots of good things going on, though I, I feel like I'm still lacking quite a bit of direction. Um, I've really enjoyed the different ways that I've been able to be creative, the different things that I've been able to do with the kids, and taking pride in a lot of the little small things that seem really mundane and average just really appreciating all that. So uh, that's that's been good. Uh, it's supposed to rain for the next week here in St. Louis. So that's exciting. I wouldn't know, but I guess a lot of downtown and parts of Missouri and Illinois are flooded. I avoided the championship parade like the plague this weekend. Um, those that know me know of personal reasons why I would not attend, but I also am not a huge sports fan, let alone hockey that's pushing it. So, um, let's talk about climate change for a minute. Um, first of all, I know that climate change is really important, but I had to admit that I was really ignorant on the way it affects and why and where. And um, I just know that who is everybody. So when um, the topic came up a couple of days ago, 
I looked into it a little bit. And then this morning I go to turn on the news and climate change is in the headlines once again. So I figure maybe I'll shed a little bit of light. Um, The ozone is thinning like Donald Trump's hair. And that's causing a, a shift in the greenhouse gases. Okay, so that messes with our air quality and all of that stuff. Then you add pollution into it. So that just makes it even worse. Um, but something that I didn't know is that, and, and we've only found this out very recently because of a, uh, I think it's British, a British uh, un- submarine that was built. And it's called uh, Bodie McBoatface, I think. <laughs> that was what they chose to to name it, which is kind of cute. But anyway, they finally are able to dive to deeper levels and to take samples than I guess they've never have before. And what they found, um, they measured the saltiness of the water, the temperature. Um, and what they found is that the really cold abyss part of the ocean um, and this is by Antarctica, so it's it's really, really cold down there. It's mixing with the middle water, which is warmer. And it's not only causing the sea levels to rise and changing the temperature of the ocean, but um, it's, it's also going to probably cause a shift in the plates, which I think is really interesting and also kind of frightening, but it may not happen in our lifetime. Um, probably won't, which is another reason why they say that um, climate change is so difficult for us to care about. Honestly speaking, it's the conversation of is getting more common, hopefully in, in groups that it was never in before. But overall, we are not talking about climate change because we don't see the huge effects of it right now, every day. The human brain is wired to um, treat immediate threats. Flight or fight, basically, is, is a perfect example. You know, if, if a ball is coming at your head, you duck. Okay, that makes sense. But climate change, um, as well as things like saving for retirement and um, long-term health concerns aren't as of a priority in our brains because we're just not wired to be able to to hold, I guess, enough fucks for, for long-term like that, to be completely honest. So it's hard for us to give one right now. But we will definitely see major long-term um, consequences from climate change, if not in my lifetime, certainly in my kids' lifetime. Um, I just thought that that was, that was a really interesting tidbit because um, a flesh-eating bacteria has popped up in Delaware, um, parts of Jersey, along the beaches. Uh, apparently, it attacks your skin and your muscle tissue. Uh, treatable. Usually recover, I guess, within the first couple of weeks. But it's... Um, I mean, that's pretty scary, I think, a flesh-eating bacteria. That's enough for me. But um, they say that that is because of global, well, climate change, um, which is pretty scary. But I also would like to note that 
that's not the first state that's that's got an issue with a flushing bacteria. I would like to note that New Orleans has had a problem with a flesh eating bacteria in their water. And I think it's in like the fifth or the ninth word. Y'all can look that up and get the specifics. I'm not sure, but that's been a problem for a long time. Um, they're not doing anything about it. It's actually, I think, a brain eating bacteria as well. So it attacks the nervous system as well. But um, I'm sure that once the right people probably would have been affected from that, then that would have gotten a little bit more attention, probably national headlines like Delaware um, and parts of Jersey has. That's my shade for the the climate change. But I just thought I'd share that. I don't, you know, maybe there's a lot of people that probably know way more than I do about climate change. I don't look it up. Again, I don't, I can't say I don't care, but it's just not on my radar um, bills. But um, maybe I I can shed a little light for those that knew even less than I did. Um, While we're talking about the news, um, there was a man in New Zealand, and maybe I can Google this really quick while we're, while the mic is hot, the mic is hot. (laughs) Um, There's a New Zealand man that was sentenced, I think, to like 21 months or something like that for sharing a video of the most recent mosque shooting. And I think that that was really interesting um, because they are, New Zealand has, there's a lot that we can learn, I think, from New Zealand after they um, quickly changed gun laws after um, their most recent attacks. They have really cracked down on um, terrorism and and hate crimes and people that condone and now spread. Um, yeah, he got 21 months for sharing the attack video. And I think that that's something really to think about because there's so much, there's so much violence and there are so many means of sharing it it's like it's like information and media overload and I talked to someone about this last week because it's scary to think about how desensitized I think that a lot of us have become and you can say that you don't agree and that's totally fine but I I definitely think that there's some truth that we have all become a little bit numb when a tragedy happens, a school shooting happens, and it's like I barely even blink. Like, it's definitely not something that I'm thinking about later that night unless I make a note to say a prayer or to, you know, try and uplift them in my thoughts. That's the only way. And I have to make an actual note to do that, which is really scary. Um, Large-scale events like 9-11, I wonder how different that, would have spread. I wonder how all the terrible images that probably would have came from that if social media was how it was now, how it was, how it is now then, if all the people that were jumping out of the windows and just terrible graphic personal images, I bet that would have been circulating. So 
I think that the way to get people to care is definitely to not spread the violence and the hate. It's it it does something to your system. It's like you you become conditioned for it. You become conditioned for the violence. That's really sad. It's crazy. Um, and a, a threat over time, again, we're going to right back into the brain. It just does not recognize it like that when it's over time. So if, if we're being conditioned so much to see all of these negative images and violent crimes and terrible, heinous people, then what happens when we really need to be jolted back into reality. Like, Hey, this is a big deal. I don't know. It's, it's kind of scary to think about. And maybe that's, I feel triggered by this because I am on social media. So if something happens, um, like a celebrity passing away or the most recent attacks in Sudan, I mean, that was like, that's heinous. And some of the things that I've seen, I actually has all been via social media. I haven't seen it. I've been watching the news. I watch the news usually in the morning before the twins get up while I'm like up cleaning up 30,000 Legos that were set out like mines for me the night before. Um, I watch the news in the morning and then sometimes at night I will, I will watch the news. Um, sometimes I might even have it on when I'm cooking dinner, but it's background noise all those times I'm not just actually sitting down usually to watch it. It's background noise. So I'll catch a story. Um, I'll catch the weather. And then I'm on social media. So I'm scrolling and I see, I see this, I see this. And, but maybe I feel sensitive to that because I know that I'm allowing a lot of channels for that. I have a lot of friends though that do not watch the news and they they make it a point to avoid it because of things like that. It's it really can affect your your vibe, I think. So a lot of people have just avoided it. Um happy Father's Day to everyone listening that is a father. Um, I actually just remembered now that I think I forgot to tell somebody really close to me Happy Father's Day. So I'm going to do that now. And that might seem really unprofessional, but for one, I don't get paid for this, so screw you. And two, I've made it a point to... If I think about someone, especially if it's if it's mine, not my first time thinking about them or whatever, I, I make it a point to reach out to them and to do what I say I'm going to do. Now, I used to be like, oh, you know, I think about someone, I'm like, oh, I'll call them later or I'll call her this weekend. Uh, you know, I'll shoot him a text or an email. He might be out to see. But no, now I've really buckled down on doing that because I you know, tomorrow is not promised. So happy belated Father's Day to all of you that are listening. Um, I hope that it was a good day. I hope that you were appreciated and got some love shown. Um, I saw something this year 
that was refreshing. I didn't see any bitter baby mom posts. I actually saw a couple of appreciation posts from the kids to their single mothers. Um, not even the demographic that I expected it, honestly, but it was nice to see that the kids did appreciate what their mothers had done. So there was no need for them. There was no need for them, their mothers to, to go into that whole spill, but they are much older anyway. So I don't think that they would have been on Facebook ranting, but it's interesting because you see a lot of negative comments about um, people every year. Somebody's like, we don't want to hear any of the single mom posts and blah, blah, blah. So the flip side was kind of cute to see. But anyway, what I was saying is that um, I saw something that said, father is not a noun. It's a verb. And I was like, oh, damn, that's that's good. And that can be for mother as well. I just, it made me think about it a little bit differently. And so how, how do you father? And I, how do you mother? I, I think about that now a little bit more in depth. How is it that I mother, me specifically? Um, what is it that makes me a mother? Not just having kids, but what is it that, that makes me a mother, that a nurturer like that? So that's something to think about. Um, I also saw a statistic, actually, while I was looking at the news, that said, and this is, of course, numbers that are calculated by somebody I don't know that sit in the office somewhere I don't know either. But it said that 75% of all crimes committed in the United States are by fatherless men. Isn't that crazy? 75%. Um, so you can't help circumstances and you can't help other, you can't change what other people are either going or not going to do. But I always have appreciated people that stepped up into those roles when it was not required of them. And I think that a lot of appreciation should be shown to uncles and aunts that, that step in. Um, maybe because we live so spread out, maybe I'm speaking for myself because I know a lot of people that are still very close to their aunts and their uncles. Um, it feels like that whole, it takes a village and having a tribe to raise your kids is totally just out the window now. Um, but being an uncle or being an aunt, a guy parent, um, those are all really important roles that still mean something. And if you are in a child's life in any capacity, I think that it's important. You, know, you don't forget that. But shout out to all the uncles that uh, are always thinking of the kids that pick them up, take them to go do stuff or buy things or just teaching them how to be whatever, showing, giving them an example to follow. Um, shout out to you guys. I don't think that you get enough appreciation. So we're going to take a break. I'm going to, can't say I'm going to pay any bills, but I'm going to go heat my tea up. So 
We'll be back. Okay, welcome back. I won't hold you guys too much longer. I'm expecting my kids to be up soon. I just want to say thanks to everyone that's continuously listening to me ramble each episode for 20 to 30 minutes. I'm going to start pushing out a lot more um, productivity. So every day, look for something. Check in with me. Either I've got a a blog up or I'll have a podcast episode. Um, I'll drop the website in the description so you can go check it out and poke around. As always, I'm open to comments and suggestions. Um, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. I hope that you have a blessed and wonderful week. I hope that you guys are able to accept yourself just the way that you are today and love yourself just the way you are today because it's perfect and it's beautiful and it's on purpose. Um, Let's not hold anyone too accountable for their actions. Everyone's just learning at their own pace and you can only know what you know and you have no idea what you don't. So anyways, I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Thanks.